Nope. Yeah, never mind. All right. We're, you know what? We just go home, guys. <laughs> cool. Hi. Welcome to Queer Kids Play Anime. We're your hosts, Aradashi. I'm Gothbrew. And this week, we don't have a guest, which... No guest. A little bit of private time with a good friend of mine, so, you mm-hmm. know, that's not too bad. Uh, this week, we are going over the series, To Be Hero slash To Be Heroine, and... I say that with a question mark because it's a sequel. I looked it up. It says it's a sequel. But to be heroine is a sequel? <laughs> yeah, to be um but it doesn't really feel that way, but we'll get into that in a second. Totally. Uh, so I I picked it. I was really excited about To Be Heroine. It just finished uh, a few weeks ago. It's half in Chinese and half half in Japanese, which mm-hmm. is one of the reasons why it like really stuck out to me and I I kept watching it. The basic story is is that this this girl you um, is pulled into this other world where she has tons of power, and it's based off of the fact that she has clothes. Um, <laughs> and then her clothes, she takes off her boots. They like transform into like a dude with a sword, uh, and then into like, can, like fighters, into like, fighters. Yeah. Uh, but everyone else in this world is basically naked and an infant and an infant. Infant versions of the main characters in the main world. Right, but at least when you first start out, you don't know about the main characters in the main world yet. Uh, And the anime itself goes back and forth between the two different sets of worlds, like, pretty often until about halfway through when all of a sudden you, like, never end up in the dream world anymore. But the big drama is is that there's this like pharmaceutical company that basically runs the town that they live in and they're trying to bring light back into the town in the dream world it's like literally presented as As light light. as this little kid uh who's the analog of like haruki in the real world is to bring the light back into uh this crazy dream world we're going to put them up at the top and then shine it all down and everyone w- will be able to see it uh and then that metaphor ends up being like a little too literal uh <laughs> by yeah. the end of the series um what did you think of to be heroin to be heroin um i i was uh <laughs> really like taken by the twist and the dramatic like ending mm-hmm because it totally brings you in with the silliness and like weirdness. Like she shows up in this dream world after walking out her door and there's a talking baby wearing metal underpants, golden um, metal, underpants. golden metal underpants, calling her the hero of the world. And she gets into like a fight with assassins like immediately. And there's like some laugh out loud, like jokes and humor by the end of it, I was crying. By the end of six episodes, by the way, <laughs> I was crying. Um, so I, I really enjoyed it. What was the most enjoyable part of To Be Heroin for you? Um, it was probably watching... Um, oh, God, what's the main character's name? You. You. What, or Futaba. Fut- oh, yeah. You, Futaba. Futaba, yeah. yeah. Watching Futaba and Haruki's like, story unfold Mm -hmm. they did like a lot of flashbacks giving you like the background 
slowly like drip feeding you information so your perspective changes from like you you begin to like feel for these kids and their and their story but their story impacted me the most i think mm-hmm. yeah the large part of the deep story that gets told in to be heroine is actually told in flashbacks mm-hmm. which usually takes me out of a show because if something's not happening like currently then like why 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 didn't you just like change the frame of the story so like all of these that happened currently because when things happen in the past you already kind of know how it ends and so the impact i feel is always lesser but in this particular case i didn't really feel lessening in the impact or yeah or, or maybe more importantly that the Im- the impact currently happens because everyone in the town uh loses their memories that's like yeah. kind of the big um thing that they're struggling with like how to get their memories back um, because they're being poisoned by the pharmaceutical company and a drink that everyone consumes. So when the flashbacks are revealed, the impact is actually happening to the characters because they're actually just getting the impact again because they've been living yeah. in this kind of like delirious like fantasy world. That- uh, and they're getting it at the same time we are. Yeah. Uh, so maybe that's one of the reasons why the flashbacks in this case work where in a lot of situations they already knew that stuff and we were just being revealed to and you're like okay like cool whatever right yeah it's not like a exactly it's not like a mystery where there's people who know everything already Mm -hmm. there's like one person who knows everything and he's the bad guy yeah and it's definitely a a a big conspiracy this is like a conspiracy theorist like wet dream almost uh where like everything that goes wrong is actually like being done by someone who's like really high up in the chain by like this big corporate company who's just like trying to make a profit and then anytime like someone tries to like step on that they like step on them and they die (laughs) yeah they just remove (laughs) them from (laughs) from the equation or people's memories are changed yeah, the the show had a scene where um, it was pretty early on, where the main characters as kids were singing that uh, singing a song mm-hmm. um, for a toy store owner, uh, and it was this kind of like really sweet scene between like the three kids singing "Happy Birthday" in Chinese, while across the river the riots are happening mm-hmm. at the pharmaceutical company. And the episode ends with a f- with the flashback showing you that Haruki's parents die in this riot, mm-hmm. and so we went from like, and earlier in that episode we were in the dream the dream fantasy world, so we went from the dream fantasy world babies in underpants, um, end of the episode main character's parents die. <laughs> yeah, and I don't remember if I said this quite as explicitly but half of it is in chinese and half of it is japanese and the dream world only exists in japanese, japanese yeah. and the real world exists in chinese mm-hmm. and there's something about the change of language that brings a sort of environment and like heaviness to the real world mm-hmm. and i think specifically i'm so used to watching anime in japanese that when the chinese comes up it you don't really realize how used you are to listening totally. to foreign language like you're just like oh yeah like clearly there's like some noise that's happening and i recognize a couple words and then all of a sudden these different intonations are coming in and um yeah so like the first episode i was almost like uncomfortable 
watching it. Oh, uh, yeah, totally. I had the feeling of um, it was when they're talking in ja- uh, in Chinese and it's got the English and Japanese subtitles, but. And it, it could just be that I'm, like you said, used to hearing Japanese and used to receiving that input while reading English. Um, but I felt through the first couple episodes, I kind of got a little more used to it that the Chinese was like almost like too fast. Mm. Like they were speaking the Chinese too fast for me to like focus on the words and like acknowledge that input mm-hmm. yeah and i find that strange because i watch movies like subbed movies all the time um but in this particular context it totally threw me off this episode is ostensibly about two like i guess the whole series to be hero to be heroine um but partner animes partner animes um i am gonna put my foot down and refuse to acknowledge them as the same series because right. they t- like tonally and actionably and um they just feel so disparate and one of the reasons why i wanted to bring up uh to be hero uh the first season mm-hmm. in this is because i actually really enjoyed to be hero like both of these are totally like enjoyable anime but for like vastly different reasons to to be hero is absurd i remember watching the first episode two years ago and being like dumbfounded that i had just watched a show where the main character is a celebrity toilet seat designer goes out and hits on women all the time where then his daughter comes steals him from his dates because she wants a dad and that's totally reasonable um and then he gets sucked into a another dimension when he tries to take a dump because he was the only person in the world at that point taking a dump (laughs) and was given superpowers and told that alien invaders were coming and you were the person to save the world as early as tomorrow uh, and then when he comes back to the regular world, instead of this hot, glamorous dude he's looked like his entire life, he becomes old, fat guy who's balding and wears an A shirt and boxers. Yes. <laughs> no, I feel the same. The, the like, I was, you, you told me to watch the, like, fourth, I, before we started recording, to get caught up, you're like, make sure you watch at least episode four of, of to be hero. Um, and I think what was great was I didn't need, I ended up going back and watching through the rest of it. Um, episodes were like 11 minutes, Mm. but I didn't need the first three episodes to catch up on any of it. (laughs) I was just like, I, and part of that was the, the, where at the point that I jumped in at the main character is getting uh, like punched through his chest, like pierced all the way mm-hmm. and just standing there like picking his nose <laughs> and like what a moment to jump in on. Cause that entire episode I was laughing and, um, and so the, the humor of the show, like, they both wield humor in such different ways Mm -hmm. and it's the primary like 
vehicle in in to be hero absolutely and it's full of shitty puns i mean that literally weird jokes bad jokes a lot of 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 funny jokes a lot of slapstick humor um Mm. and it just it's coming at you from a hundred different directions and i think that's one of the reasons why i can kind of get over the bad jokes is because i don't feel like they're taking the bad jokes themselves very seriously no and they break the fourth wall a lot too pretty early on and like 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 kind of throughout but it's a no it doesn't take itself seriously at all but i guess we should mention the relation aside from the titles being to be hero to be heroine is that they share characters like down to the name and like i I guess just down to the character yeah i mean themselves in in theory they're actually sequels and so they're just you're just getting one snapshot from the first series and the second series is just like another more holistic snapshot. Yeah. Watching to be heroin first, it's just like six episodes and getting that very like serious emotional story with like the characters that they use in to be hero in an entirely different scenario. I thought it was super interesting. I think they did a good job with that. Uh, what what do you think is interesting about it specifically? Um, well, what I liked about it was I I liked I was able to see more because going off of the idea that they're sequels, like they want to tell us <laughs> they are. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we we seem to be kind of hung up on that. We get a bigger picture of Min Min and her father and Moe even since they were like relegated to like side character roles in to be heroine, mm-hmm. um, they played a part mostly small. Um, but then we get to see the same characters, but we see their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of like, I feel like other shows I've seen or something have done that where they like, we, s- it's like a, like a spinoff. Yeah. Yeah. When you, when you make, uh, Oh, I'm thinking. I can't think of a, a good example right now, but there are a ton of spinoff shows. Yeah, um, where you just where you just follow a side character. Although, but the thing with uh, to be heroine is that the characters that we're fight uh, that we're following aren't from to be hero. They're like brand new to us. So when yeah. you first start watching it, and you're like, okay, cool. I'm here for this potentially different anime, and then Min shows up later, and you're like, all right, you look awfully familiar because mm. you were so yeah what's that what's that like for you if because you, you watched to be hero first right yeah uh, so i watched to be hero first uh i watched both of these as they came out because i'm a little too dedicated to watching anime um and That's so why we're here <laughs> that is why we're here and it was confusing um mm-hmm. honestly because i didn't bother looking up any information um about it which would have easily solved my confusion but tonally, they were just so different. The language thing was throwing me off. Um, and they were like similar enough, but generic enough that I just sort of felt like maybe they were just reusing the same character models. Hmm. And I didn't really get the first time through how much of To Be Hero was a dream in the same... Yeah, because To Be Hero, like, small i mean big spoiler uh is uh it the dad is uh sick mm-hmm. and it, his daughter's reading him a story that he read her 
Yeah. And he's interpreting the story in a way that creates him as this superhero. And I, but at the end, they do this kind of weird thing where, uh, like, Moe Moe is attacking the dad again, and some of the other characters show up. And it's like, I thought you were a dream. And you're like, no, we're not doing that. This whole thing's a dream at the end. <laughs> um, and so, having not watched it for two years, then getting into To Be Heroine and being like, I, what? Alien invader dating daughter she's just chill with this like right, yeah yeah um <laughs> <laughs> exactly with the with moe and and minchan for me watching to be heroine first those two characters um had like a mysteriousness to mm-hmm. them and so and i even like missed the joke like i didn't get the joke about the dad hating moe moe right right yeah um it just sort of feels like dad hating on person right daughter right um and so i liked getting that full backstory Mm -hmm. to those two characters but i don't feel like i i don't feel like i missed anything watching to be heroine first yeah um i think the big thing that really got me confused about whether or not they were sequels is there's a lot of like city devastation that happens in to be hero Mm -hmm. um you know alien invasions snot bombs um literal yeah literal snot bombs kind of rampant destruction and so they participate in the city in a way but the city never participates with them like there's no police that ever like really like show up to talk to them about it the big it's a backdrop yeah it's a back and in to be heroine it's a they live like the city's setting is important because of the company there and the river and right and in theory this company basically runs the whole town everyone works for this pharmaceutical company or like a company for the pharmaceutical pharmaceutical company and so that's really the thing that makes me feel like they don't actually belong together. Yeah, they they the details of to be heroine feel like details of that world. Right. And the details specifically. of the characters themselves are also insane. Um like they uh, insane in a good way. Like they feel like really well-rounded characters. They have all like their own personal desires. They have their own backdrops uh background stories um except for haruki haruki to me feels like a uh mary sue in a in a big way yeah um but everyone else i actually like a lot uh super old guy who i will never remember his real name to save my life <laughs> can't no i can't yep. because even the that that was just his name yep super old guy uh min um i, I felt like i got to know min like kind of in to be heroine a little bit um and i liked having more context for her being like a really good um martial artist mm-hmm. um because going back to watch to be hero it's clear that min has a deep interest in martial arts but doesn't get clarified for me until watching to be heroine when she's literally the tank taking on other people in the real world because you know you can't take off your boot and summon your speed cloth to right <laughs> fight your spirit for you. your spirit cloth um 
and yeah it's just i i really just loved the way that to be heroin really brought like everything together um and it was fun to watch it was funny it was emotionally really impactful um and short i love short things me too uh give me a concise compact like finished story right you know i loved watching 22 episodes of hunter hunter but i hate the fact that i'm now like all right well to watch the rest of it you have another 120 to go and i'm like uh do i really want to watch the rest of hunter hunter i mean i love zozo but (laughs) right what's the plot synopsis on this (laughs) Um, and so taking advantage of these sh- the shorter series, I mean, both To Be Hero and To Be Heroine, because even though To Be Hero is 12 episodes long, they're only 10 minute episodes. Right. Um, and uh, taking this a step further, uh, Howliners, the animation company that produces these uh, two shows, has actually produced a lot of my favorite middling anime in like the last couple of years. Um things off the top of my head that i can think of are like cheating craft um or evil or live oh okay that's them too yeah and um to be heroin i think is clear their best work so far um it's like not even close but the other stuff like i've thoroughly enjoyed um you know as someone who habitually watches anime you know being able to like turn on my ps4 and Evil or Live pops up, and I'm like, yeah, this isn't the greatest, but, like, I'm here for this. Like, um, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, what's your final thoughts on To Be Hero slash To Be Heroine? Well, I will say... Yeah, do yours. Yeah, I'll do mine. Um, so, they're just two completely different series, um, and I think they're both worth watching. To Be Hero, if you like a hundred jokes thrown at you per second... Uh, gross jokes dirty jokes i mean like literally dirty like snot bomb is a real thing uh it ends with uh moe moe flinging poop yep uh <laughs> so they're they're dirty a lot of jokes. gross out humor absolutely um and it, it has like some emotional resonance too um you know it's not super far-fetched that they're tied together like they do try to do some of that but it's mostly a gag yeah anime for sure um and then to be heroine um is the reason why we're doing this episode in the first place Mm -hmm. uh it was my pick uh and yeah please please watch it it's super cool um especially for if you're a person who watches a lot of anime it's just different enough to like make watching anime novel again and that was probably like the coolest experience of watching to be heroine for me um because it's just a little bit different enough with like you know splitting the language between the two different worlds and like the way the flashbacks happened and you know none of it felt gagged um even though there are like tropes that i've seen like people losing their memories like none of it felt like rushed or like i was like mad how another anime where the main character loses their memories like how dare you like no i was 100 percent for it the entire time yeah i think to be heroin um is just a very like refined well done emotional story out of the series i've watched recently and 
I can appreciate any show that uh, wrenches tears out of me. Um, and TV Hero is just a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to, to watch and laugh at. Some jokes that I kind of like glance out of the side of my eye at, but um, overall, uh, very hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what are you looking forward to in the future? I'm looking forward to getting my ass kicked in Dragon Ball Fighter Z uh, by Aridashi. Uh, coming out for switch pretty soon um they're doing like an open beta of it tomorrow night and the next night so are you are you getting in yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah mm. totally um i'll get some extra practice in before you come and wreck me it's all right you'll have a good week <laughs> um and i'm excited for pax coming up because i managed to grab a friday and a monday ticket yeah what up very cool um, what am I looking forward to? Definitely Dragon Ball Fighters. Um, I'm probably gonna buy the Yu Yu Hakusho Complete Collection when it comes out. Ooh! But I don't think that's actually happening until October. But I sort of made that decision like earlier today <laughs> uh, that I was going to do it while I was listening to Episode Seven and marveling in. Uh, I know. I just thought it was a good conversation. Um, other than that, I, like, I know they moved my sake class, so I'm like mad about that. But it means I get right. to go hang out in Portland in December instead of at the end of the two weeks. Two weeks from now. Um, yeah. So uh, the, the future sucks is what I'm trying to say. I'm not <laughs> lo- looking forward to much. Right Nothing now. exciting. So I am looking forward to our next episode where we're going to talk about Bacano. Uh, Another anime that deals with some kind of weird time shifty stuff. And like like a diff- different setting, right? Like a, it's US. It's like se- story takes place in the US. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely um well, I mean, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Thank you for listening. Special thanks to our producer Clara and to June Bernie for doing our sound tech and making all our music. You can find more of her music at soundcloud.com slash J-U-N-E-B-I-R-N-I-E. You can email us your questions or comments at queerkidsplayanime at gmail.com. And don't forget to at QK Play Anime. Thanks for listening.